Hello, my friends. I want to say I've missed you. Um, and I wonder if you've missed me. I missed last week getting a podcast out. I thought about it several times and I knew I wanted to get something out, but I also really needed to take care of my move and I needed to get settled in because then that would put me in a place where I just felt ready to get back in the groove of life and coaching and podcasting and my day job doing hair and getting the kids settled in. So it's been great. So just a little life update. I am in my new town home. We moved maybe a minute up the road and it's me and two of my kids and it's great and we love it. Um, my oldest daughter is living with her dad and so we're just navigating the new. It's where we are right now and I just want to share that with you and I love the space that I'm in and I'm creating a very peaceful, soft atmosphere. I'm even changing some of my decor a little bit because I've just really begin to learn more even about myself and what I like. And in this new season of life, really checking in with what I, what I desire. And it's not even as much what I like to look at. It's more of what does this look feel like to me? And it's so interesting because it comes more natural to me now or before I never really understood that. I never really understood the importance of creating environments of whatever you want them to be. Do you want the space to feel more energetic and awake? Do you want the space to feel more calm and peaceful? Do you want bright colors or do you want neutrals you know being able to look at a space for that reason and some of you may be like oh my gosh I've been doing this my whole life and that's awesome and that might be a gift you have maybe you um it just always have been that way I have not so it's funny how now I'm beginning to notice this little creative side of me but it's coming from a place of healing and going through a process of just new a new season that I have before me right now and is it all like, oh, yay, we've moved and decorated? No, there's the reality of there's still grief and there's healing and there's a lot of emotions and a lot of roller coaster stuff. But here's what I, I know that God sees it all. He saw it all beforehand. He knows what's coming. I can trust him no matter what. And I can also ride the wave of the emotions and still be okay. And that's what I want you to hear me say today inside of the little bit I'm sharing with you. Obviously, I'm not going into all of it in deep, deep, vulnerable detail in this episode, but we've got to ride the wave of the emotions. And if we don't, that's when we get sick. That's when we start becoming a version of us that's not healthy that's when we want to control others or control others' actions or behaviors or their thoughts about us or get really rigid in our relationships. Those are the things that happen when we don't ride the waves of our emotions. And so today I'm going to talk again. I brought this up before, but I know that y'all need to hear this over and over because boy, I sure do. And um, we need to hear things like this. We're talking again about anger. And 
what that's like, what it might, how it might be showing up in your life. And maybe you don't realize that you have it. Maybe you have certain beliefs about it that don't feel real good to you. Maybe someone has taught you something about anger. And that's kind of what I want to explore today and just help you have some new awareness around it and then kind of go from there. So this is an area that I have worked on greatly. And let me tell you, I have had some anger lately. And I know how now to safely process it and get it out. I know how to recognize it. I know how I can realize, wait, I just recycled that. Have you ever heard that term before where we recycle our emotions? I've been doing some of that and I caught myself doing it this week and going, whoa, I don't want to recycle. I want it out and out for good. And um, that's just a process and a practice. So I hope this is going to be um, aware, a new awareness for you, some value for you. And I'm good. To, I'm so happy to be back and hopefully in somewhat of a routine. Is everything unpacked and hung on the walls and all that? Absolutely not. And you know, we got to kind of live in some space first before we do all that. But am I into a really good place now to get back in the groove? Yes. And then I know once my kids go back to school, it will really be, I'll be able to get back into a rhythm as well. I've thoroughly enjoyed having them. And there are some days where it's just tricky. Like right now, who knows if they're going to come up the stairs and talk real loud and make noises. They know that I'm doing this and it's okay because that's real life. So thanks for being patient. Thanks for always being here, ready to listen and learn and grow. And I just want to let you know, before we start the actual episode, I do have some openings for coaching. And why does that matter? Because if you're someone who's really struggling with your drinking, you may be into a place where you're not even really come to the place where you realize you've had a huge problem, but you're here for a reason and you know you drink too much, but maybe you're embarrassed to talk to your friends or family, or you don't really know what kind of support to get and you might be hiding it. You may be validating what time of day you drink, how often you drink, all kinds of things. And here's what I know is that you're not alone because I was there and I was doing all those things. I said all those questions. I did all the hiding until I realized I had to do something about it, no matter what. And so I have created this space for you where we can have private one-on-one sessions with you and me, where we do create a plan to help you begin to remove the alcohol. But so much of what we do inside of that is just really getting clear on the triggers to help you manage your emotions and ride the waves. It helps you get past the fear and the shame And you can make clear decisions moving forward, help you overcome and manage anxiety around stress, fear, how to really regulate your body in the moment and set up the environments that you need to thrive and grow and navigate your life with the values that are truly in alignment with you that you may not realize that you're, it's, you're not living in alignment right now. You're just, you're stuck, you're in a mess, you're confused, and you know, you got to do something different then I'm your girl. Now's your time. Email me at michelle at setfreesisterhood.com and we'll set up a chat and you might just be alcohol free before you know it, or at least reducing it. And you might be healing and growing and really making changes in your life where you can look back and you can go, wow, I was so scared to reach out to her. I was so scared to fully admit that I had a problem with drinking but I did it and look at me now. That can be you. So 
And just so you know, I'll go ahead and throw out this nugget. Within the next month, I will have a masterclass available to you for free that will help you get started. I'm working on getting that set up right now, and you'll see more about it inside of the Set Free Sister Facebook group. So if you're not in there, go ahead and go to Facebook and jump on in. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch, or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Okay, ladies, I know that intro is pretty long, but I really want to just catch you up on life stuff. So let's dive right into the content and the information that I have for you today in this episode. So first, I want to ask you, what are your beliefs around anger? If someone were to say, how do you feel about anger? Or how do you feel about someone being angry? What, is, what does that feel like to you? And what is your belief around it? So I was with a client today and I asked her that question. And she said, I just think anger is unproductive. I don't get it. I feel like I need to just kind of navigate my way around it to see the other pieces and then feel the other things underneath. Because what I did explain to her, and which I'll kind of highlight for you now, is that anger typically is the surface emotion. Usually when you see someone angry, or you feel anger, it is the one thing that sits on top. And then when we dig deep, usually that's when the tears come, and the pain comes, and there's sadness, and despair, resentment, and all these other things, right? But I believe to truly get down into those deeper places and where we can heal we have to get the we have to like we have to scoop the anger off the top like I see like the lemon meringue cake right who eats that meringue raise your hand I'm not looking but raise your hand I don't so every time I'm presented with a lemon meringue pie I want to get down to the good stuff the sweet stuff so I literally take my fork and just literally scrape off the top of that foamy, fluffy stuff and get down to the good stuff. So why that image came to me today in this moment, I have no idea. Maybe I have a sweet tooth today, but I want you to imagine that anger is on top. You can't even see the cake. I mean, you can't even see the pie with a lemon meringue. That stuff's like two inches deep. I don't even know what's under there. I'm guessing because the box said it was lemon or maybe it's key lime, which I actually prefer. What's underneath? I don't know because I can't, I haven't gotten the the fluff off the top, which is the anger off the top. And you may hear a weed eater in the background because like I said in the intro, it's summer. Who knows? I'm not usually recording this time of day, but obviously in our new townhome, 
in this neighborhood, this is when the landscapers come. Or the, I think that he's blowing it because I think they cut it earlier. So now they're blowing it. So there we go. I'm leaving it. I'm just leaving all this in here. All right. So back to my client today. She thinks it's unproductive. I was like, huh. So I decided to look up what the word unproductive means. And it means not effective in bringing something about. Not yielding results, benefits, or profit. Not productive. I want to challenge and say, what is another word for productive? If, we, if it was productive, what would it be? Effective, fruitful, potent, and useful. And let me tell you, from my experience, when we truly properly release anger in the healthy way, which I will teach you, and we all have our different ways of doing it. I have many, many, many different ways. I typically go to the same two, but you're going to find what works for you. It is very productive. It is very effective. It brings things about. It yields results. Just like the pie. Once I get that off the top, I am down to the, the nitty gritty good stuff. And this is how anger works. If you're able to get it off the top and get it released, then you can get down to honestly, let's call it the truth. Let's call it the deep truth of really what's going on here. Because usually anger is a great place to hide our despair, our extreme sadness, maybe some guilt, shame, betrayal, all these like really naughty, sticky emotions that we sometimes just don't want to look at. So we hide it under the anger. And then sometimes when we, we don't even believe that anger is productive, then we're covering it all up. We hide it all. So here's how I want you to just think about if you maybe have anger that's unprocessed or hidden or that you haven't even brought awareness to. Do you get irritated easily? Do other people just annoy the crap out of you sometimes, like the lady at the grocery store, um, traffic? You get really um, road ragey in traffic. You know, think about some things lately. Have you been in a restaurant where they just are not doing things right or you've stayed in a hotel and all you see is what's wrong? Or maybe you're, you're in that now. Maybe you're in a home or a rental place and, and you don't really see much of the things that are working. You see everything that's not like, oh my gosh, my ice maker's not working and you know, they won't email me back and the AC maintenance guy won't come and you know, everything that's wrong or I hear noises all the time, whatever. And just so you know, I kind of use that example because I had a neighbor who was saying all those things. So does maintenance need to come help? Absolutely, because that's what you pay for. But I just want to share that with you because we begin to get really nitpicky and rigid about things around us that, that seem wrong. You begin to look for what's wrong and just are just agitated and irritated. And I bet you know, if this isn't you right now, I bet you could see this in your life at some point. I know I can. Or even simply, let's take that other people out. What about your family? Have you just been super naggy and snappy and yelling at your kids? And they are irritating you because, gosh, <laughs> here it's like 90 degrees and it's summer and 
half the time, you know, they're laying around watching TV or, you know, they smart off because they're teenagers or whatever. But it wouldn't be like that, right? If maybe you had more calm in your body and you were able to take care of your anger differently. Okay. So now that we have the awareness of, oh crap, Michelle, (laughs) I probably have anger. I've probably got it in there somewhere and I don't know why and I don't know what's going on and that's okay. Or you may know exactly why you're mad and you have anger and you just don't believe that it's productive like my friend. And so you're just pretending that it's okay. And you know, you're just going to try to move around it. It's like trying to just kind of get around it versus actually letting it do its job. Um, Here's an exercise. So I want you to just explore if you're angry now, this is fantastic because you can do it right this minute. I don't know many of you that might could, maybe you have bubbled it up just because I've been bringing it up right now and maybe I hit, hit a nice little trigger for you. But if not, I want you to kind of explore and think about when you're typically angry or let's just call it annoyed, frustrated, irritated, aggravated, right? Where do you typically feel that energy or heat or weight or something in your body? Now, it could be several places. You could be getting like tightness in your neck, in your throat. But where does typically anger feel like it's coming from or where is it sitting? Well, for me, it's right in the middle of my gut area at the bottom of my sternum, right above like what I would say would be my stomach and my kind of my above my belly button. And it sits in there. And this is what my client and I were sharing today was where it typically shows up. And why does this matter? Well, there's a lot of work I do with your body and expressing emotions inside of coaching. And that's the power of the one-on-one sessions. And I'm also here to teach you like your body knows and it will show you what's up. So when we can recognize, hmm, when this happened, I felt this in my body and really being able to recognize, huh, what is that? What's really going on here? So I did some Googling and I found, I went to the Google webs is what I say. (laughs) And I found that anger is the emotion of the liver and the gallbladder. And it, indicates that there is an energy in excess. Where do you think the liver and the gallbladder are? If you're not super visual with the body. So I Googled that too. Guess where it sits? Right in the middle of the gut underneath your sternum. So there's a direct connection with specific emotions and where they're located in your body. And actually, your liver can be damaged over time if you harbor anger for a long period of time. You can actually damage your organs. And I'm not sure if y'all have heard this before. I'm sure at some point I'll dive deeper about how there's a direct connection to emotional health and and physical health to where if you've been harboring grief for a period of time, anger, rage, worry, anxiety, and it's this has been a continuous process. There's there's parts of your body that have been harmed from that. You may have autoimmune type things, you may have 
IBS, gut issues, uh, indigestion, all these things that can be directly related to your emotions because they haven't been processed. Okay. So what's great about this? Now you know. Okay. So my question to you is what if you just chose today to recognize, huh, I actually have anger. It's okay because I'm human. God created me with all the emotions. He didn't say you could have love, joy, peace, happiness, sadness, and fear, but ooh, don't have anger. He didn't say that. And how we approach it and how we release it absolutely matters. And I think that's where a lot of us, especially Christian women, who've grown up in the church and grown up in, you know, typically evangelical churches and certain ways that our parents have taught us that anger was bad and that it was no good. It's foolishness. Girls shouldn't be angry. If any of those beliefs feel familiar, welcome. I had them all as well. And no one taught me how. Well, they just told me to stop. But think about this level, like I'm explaining to you, this high energy. It's like excess energy that your body is, that's in your body and your body's creating. It has to go somewhere. So I want you to learn how to get it out. And I want you to come up with some ideas of what that looks like for you. And I'm going to real quickly, while I finish up here, I want you to just say, how can I let this out in a safe way, alone, no one's watching. No one's getting it. I'm not doing it at my spouse or at my kids or at the, at the lady. You've seen all these reels and TikToks and all this junk of people losing their crap and screaming and yelling and throwing things across the store. They have unprocessed anger, y'all. <laughs> it's not all mental health issues. Yes, this world is a mess right now. And there actually should be a lot that you're angry about. And I'm throwing the should out there. Like there's a lot of injustice and things happening in this world right now. We all need to be really ticked off about. But what are we doing about it? And how are we processing it is the thing. How do we work through it so we can get clarity and decide, oh, is there something that I actually want to take action on here? Or do I want to pray? How do I want to feel about this? I want to feel sad, but I'm also really ticked off and mad. So I have to get through the mad and the ticked off first. It's just necessary for this process. So ask yourself, what does that look like? Do you go for a run? Do you do some burpees, jumping jacks, jump rope? Do you jump up and down and scream and yell? Shake your arms, get in your car and scream and yell. I want you to cuss. Yes, as a Christian woman, please. In the private of your home, there's an F word that is very, very energizing that I'm offering to you to use it. Get it out because I'm telling you it will free it. And if you keep judging yourself and avoiding the anger, it's going to make you sick and you're not going to heal the way you need to heal. Now, do I say, say that to other people? Absolutely not. If you need to cuss, scream, jump, run, box, all the things. If the energy's high, you got to release it in the high energy, okay? Then after that, allow yourself a really good cry. Say thank you to yourself for finally being fully human, riding the wave of anger and letting it out. Take a deep breath. Pray. Talk to God. Write in your journal. Just go to sleep. 
go get a massage, get your nails done, and just say, wow, I'm so glad I let that out. Now what? And then you can decide, now what? Okay? I love you. I'm grateful for you. And I know if you will allow yourself to do this, you are going to be taking that next step and walking in freedom. Okay? I will talk to you soon. Have a great week. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.